Yes, yes, lovely Larganitas, and welcome to episode 19 of the Larger Than Life podcast. I'm Sarav. I'm Rory. And uh, guys, we're back at it again, bro. Let's dive straight into it. How do we like to start these podcasts? With our beer of the week. Woo! Uh, so... It's been a long week. I'm looking forward to this beer. Yeah, yeah, it's been one of the longest weeks of my life. It's funny because I know we'll, we'll get onto this. I know yeah. you probably need recovery from drinking. I know. I actually was a little bit like, can we do a non-alcoholic beer this time? Yeah. <laughs> I went to Glastonbury last weekend, so I'm still feeling a little bit, a little bit broken. I but um, let's get into that. But yeah, one. we'll get into that later. But first of all, uh, we've got a special one all the way from Spain today. Ooh. Drum roll, please, Sarah. Ooh. <laughs> we've got a Modelo, a Especial Mexican Lager. <laughs> Huh? Mexican? It's Mexican, so no, it's not Spain. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I literally just picked this up off the shelf, so give you know, give me a chance. Um, so this one, known to many for its light hop character, full flavored taste, and crisp finish, Modelo Especial is characterized by its deep golden hue and orange blossom aroma through the use of premium barley in its brewing process. Perfect for lovers of international beers. Mouthwatering accompaniment on a summer's day. I thought you were going to just say perfect for lovers. And I was like, <laughs> you're going to stop that. I'm like, lovers, we've got a beer for you as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, cheers, mate. Let's get cheers, into it. Man. Cheers, man. Episode 19. 19. We're tearing through them. I think we just drank a bit of foil. <laughs> <laughs> um, ooh. Ooh. Is this, is this a lager? It's a lager. Banging yeah. lager. Banging that's lager. A good, that's a fucking good lager. I've never heard I like before. that. You know, sometimes lagers can just taste a little bit of like sort of pissy water. Yeah. <laughs> but cold and refreshing pissy water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like just, I don't know, maybe it's just because it's been a long week, but this to hit the spot for me. Yeah. On first sip. Yeah, yeah. Bro, trust me, that mm. was, this is good. I'm going to give it a solid eight. Am I going too high? I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. I think considering it's a lager, and lagers I'm usually not that like blown away by, I think that is actually really quite I'm, nice. And on a summer's day, yeah. I'm drinking Modelo. I'm trying to think. Is this my favourite lager? It's hard because in the context of like... The IPAs. other beers we've had in yeah, IPAs. I don't IPAs. think you can compare this to IPAs. Because IPAs thing. have an unfair advantage because they have, you know, flavour. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with this, it's... Um, you know, it's just... In terms of like the, I think the classic lagers, right. I think it's up there. You've got to put it in the context of what it is. It's hard because we've got a league table, which is why I feel as though I can't give it an eight. For that reason, okay, maybe I'm, I got too excited. Yeah, I, th- do you see what I'm saying? Mm. As a lager, I would rate it highly, but I'll Should we say overall, may- overall, maybe I'll give, give it a seven. I'm gonna give it a seven as well. Okay, we're agreeing on that. Let's give it I'm a seven. I'm gonna give it seven. Seven, that's a solid, solid score for a lager. It really, really is. Um, I think that's our highest scoring lager. I think it might be actually, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, but um, yeah, no, I'm happy with it. Nice. You know I'm what? I've got a question for you before we get stuck in. So, look, obviously, Rory and I, we are lovers of beer. We, we, we've never really hidden that. It's always been a... <laughs> yeah. We call <laughs> it on my sleeve. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you know, we've, we've literally got a podcast called Lager Than Life. So we've always liked beer. But actually, have we always liked beer? And this is my question to you, Rory. Okay. Have, you, have you, like, obviously, we drink beer regularly. Like, when I go to the pub, yeah. after work, I get a beer. Yeah. Do you, like, do you always like beer? Be honest. Well, always like it. Did you it. always like it? Like for the first time you had no, beer? No, no way. Like I remember when I was like, probably before the age of 10, you always have a sip of your, 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 your dad's beer. You know, I had a sip and I was like, that just tastes a piss. Just give me a squash any day of the week, you know? But, um, but what happens is that as you get older, you end up sort of having to drink it, right? You go to your first party and you think, oh, I guess I'll just have some beers and you drink it. You drink it because you want to get drunk, right? And then what happens, I think, is that you, as you 
grow up and you start associating the taste of beer with good times. Yeah. Right? You associate it with either getting drunk and having fun with your friends or you associate it with, oh, I've had a long day. I fancy a beer, a cold, refreshing beer, right? Mm. So I actually think then your mind sort of changes your taste buds to be like, this tastes incredible. That's what I think happens. And I actually think beer probably doesn't even taste that nice. It's just because we now have an associate. Or maybe your taste buds just grow up. I don't know. But no, I definitely because, didn't used to like it. Yeah. So I... Same with wine. Same with pretty much any single booze. I used to hate it as a kid. Yeah. See, I definitely agree with the aspect of wanting to like get drunk. Yeah. But, so I, I didn't as well. I didn't like it at first. I remember I liked cider and I used to probably get I like, used to like cider as well. Yeah. That was my go-to. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Sort of I'd get a pint of cider. Juice. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, everyone calls you a pussy. Yeah. So you're like, okay, better have a beer. But uh, now, nah, man, I don't know what happened, but I think you're right. Like, you're kind of forced to drink it. But don't you think that's kind of fucked? <laughs> because like... <laughs> From a young age, that, they ply you with it until you like it. Yeah. It's like you're forced to drink it. But that, yeah. This is what I don't understand. Because I met someone um, at work, actually, and they don't drink. Because they just don't like it. And they were like, oh, like, it's, I'm not like against it. Like, I just don't drink because I've tried it and I didn't like it. And I was like, no one fucking likes it. That's what I said. I was like, oh, I like beer. Like, you just have to like, learn, you learn to like it. He's just like, why the fuck would I drink something (laughs) to force myself (laughs) to like it? And I remember thinking like, that's so fair. Because once you get over the hurdle of taste, it's fun to be had. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think fundamentally it comes down (laughs) to It is bad. Blatant alcoholism and just wanting to be get drunk it's, yeah i get it's just alcoholism is sort of hardwired into our society basically massively man massively. here we are with a lager podcast yeah yeah exactly but you know what i'm not stopping, <laughs> you know what? I'm not stopping. cheers to that Sarah. yeah yeah cheers to that bro. um to alcoholism at the age of 10 mm. um oh, there's yeah good one yeah yeah, yeah for sure that. but right. rory listen you alluded to it earlier so we've obviously got to talk about it bro hang on Okay, so listen, for those of you who are avid listeners, you would know that I wanted to go to Glastonbury tickets. Rory had tickets. I wrote a letter to Glastonbury, <laughs> an email rather. They a strongly me, worded email. Strongly like worded email. <laughs> they just fucking told me to fuck off, basically. Politely and uh, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. And I, um, I messaged you earlier this week. What did you say? I think I said something so salty to you. Hang on, I need to find the message. I need to find the message. I've been terrible at like replying. No, no, week. no. It's all good. It's all good. I think I messaged you and I said, "Don't even chat to me." Oh yeah, no, I do that. <laughs> don't even speak to first me. First message I sent on Thursday. <laughs> don't even on Tuesday. Sorry, don't even chat to me because my jealousy knows no bounds, and it doesn't. Do you, know, you wear your jealousy on your sleeve, and I write no, listen, you. because I, I listen. I met people who went to Glastonbury. Mm. I met someone yesterday who went to Glastonbury yeah. and I was like, oh my God, like, how was it? How was Guns N' Roses? Oh, I didn't go see them. What? Uh, yeah, I'm just not really into that. Okay, cool. Like, how was Old St. John? Yeah, I, I left early. What? I should, that should have been me. <laughs> that should have been me. I'm sorry. Glastonbury needs to do a questionnaire because it's not fair that people are just going to see. Don't get me wrong. I love this guy, but just going to see Fred again at Glastonbury. You can see Fred again anywhere. 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 Anywhere, yeah. it's not the same as seeing Guns and Roses and Elton John, because firstly, live music obviously is incredible, and festivals have the infrastructure to make the sound system incredible. Insane. insane. So there's that, but also the fact that Elton John this was literally his last ever performance. Guns and Roses. When's the last time they came to the UK? I'm not the biggest Elton John or Guns and Roses fan, but 
I would have been there because you kind of got to go. So, bro, please give me some good news. Tell me how Glastonbury was. And yeah, let's, let's just get it. Okay, so on the Guns N' Roses one, don't hate me, right? So I was with, I was with my girlfriend at Glastonbury and she really, really wanted to see Lana Del Rey. And there was a clash of Lana Del Rey and Guns N' Roses, right? And to be honest, I'm not the I'm not the biggest Guns N' Roses guy. I know three songs. I know Paradise City. I know um, Sweet Child of Mine, and I know um, fuck. What's the other one? Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. Right. So I know th- I know three songs, but I really wanted to see them live, right? Because it'd be great, right? Anyway, so I was like, okay, let's see Lana Del Rey, and then we might be able to catch like the last 15 minutes of Guns N' Roses, and uh, just like see even just to see Sweet Child of Mine, I'd be happy, right? So we're waiting, right? 20 minutes goes by. And this fucking bitch didn't pick it up. Like, I was fuming. I'm there being like, I'm missing Guns N' Roses. And, I was, and then Kit was like, it's fine. She'll come out soon. She'll come out soon. It was 20 minutes. And I also think, right, you're the last slot on the other stage, right? And you have the cheek to show up half an hour late. Like, fuck you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. then I was like, I just said to everyone, I was like, guys, we've waited long enough. Let's go catch the second half of Guns N' Roses. And then they were like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it, right? We ran to the pyramid stage, right? Obviously, people had already sort of chosen where they wanted to be, right? Ran there. As soon as we arrived, you hear it. You see, child of mine, mate. Oh. I lost my fucking shit. We were pretty far the, at the front as well, mate. I it was insane. It was so good. And then I, I asked the guy next to me, I was like, "What other songs have they played? Have they played like their big ones, right?" And then the guy was like, "No, I've not actually known any of the songs yet." And they, they hadn't played Paradise City. They hadn't, hadn't played um, Welcome to the Jungle, oh. right? And they ended with those two, mate. It was absolutely insane. And do you know what? It was probably one of my most surprising acts. Of the festival, I actually really, really fucking enjoyed it. Oh, that's like, sick, man! Do you know what? There was another song as well which I didn't realize was Guns N' Roses. You know, it's like knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that went off, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he does say knock on heaven's door about eighty-seven times, but <laughs> by the end, I knew the damn words. You know, it was good. Yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah. And like, do you know what? I thought Axl Rose was going to be like pretty, like, I know he's, oh, he's old, right? I thought he was going to be pretty knackered. He was going for it. He was running up and down the stage. He was full of energy. Oh, nice one. His, his voice was sick. He was so good. Slash did look like a fucking zombie. <laughs> he was like, but he still had the hat on. Yeah, he was like yeah, doing yeah, the like, yeah. it was actually just like quite impressive. Just like watching the, them doing a solo. Now, that was, it was, it was insane. Oh, that was, was so, so good. sick, man. Um, and then obviously you've got to talk about my boy Elton. No, your boy Elton. Got to tell, I'm surprised that your mate um, skipped, like left early. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, this, it was, it was, do you know, one thing I will say, because I went last year, and one thing I will say is that it definitely felt way more busy this year. Mm. Like, by a lot. I think there was, it felt like there was at least like a 50,000 pe- more people because there was some moment, like Elton John, in the last, like, on the last night, there must have been 80% of the whole festival was at the Pyramid stage. Oh, it was God. absolutely bad. Yeah. We got there half an hour early just to get like a vaguely okay spot. We were still way far back, but like just in the middle. And, um, mate, it was absolutely rammed. And, um, just want to say he was insane. Yeah. It was incredible. It was actually incredible. There was a lot of like speculation. Like, oh, who's he going to bring out? Who's going to be? He's going to bring out Harry Styles or Britney Spears. Didn't bring out bring out anyone of of note. But yeah, you don't need that. Brandon uh, Brandon Flowers from the Killers. Oh yeah, but like you know, it's like you don't need that. It's Elton John, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he was. It was insane. Like and, that, 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 and also you just you look up, you look up, you look, and it's you're watching it, and you're having a great time, and then you look behind you, and you just see like tens look tens of thousands of people singing like tiny dancer mm-hmm. people are letting off flares one guy shot a flare gun into the fucking <laughs> oh sky it God. was absolutely mad I fucking hate you right the, now the problem is though we were there and um i had a um 
If you if you do if you do go to Glastonbury next year, I really recommend bringing like box wine and you take it out of the box and then it's just like a bag you have and it's just a really good way to like bring like bring a cup with you and you can like just top up and stuff as you go around the festival. Anyway, so one of my mates, and I'm not going to name him, <laughs> but he drank a lot, right? <laughs> of course, he drank he, he drank a lot. He, I think I know you're talking about. You know exactly yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, he suddenly needed the toilet, right? About halfway through Elton John set. You look around, there's tens of thousands of people, right? There is no way you're getting out of there, like, and finding it back. We did have, like, a flag to help spot people, but it's like, at that point, the flag's useless because there's just so many people. And so many flags. And there's so many fucking flags, right? So um, we finished this, this bag of wine, right? And my mate looks at it, and he raises the bag up. He goes, it's going to have to do. <laughs> I shit you not, right? He rips a hole into this bag of wine and he goes for it right and it starts filling up right it fills up the whole the, <laughs> like three bottles of wine it fills up the whole thing right fills up this bag of wine and then he had the bright idea of like it was great because then I could just squirt out the piss with the you little know, bit the of little the time, dispenser yeah, bit right yeah. so he, he, he starts to squeeze down I was like do you know I was like this is ridiculous but you know what that's quite clever right? <laughs> I like, I'll take my hat off to you right anyway fills up the bag with his piss right he starts squeezing it. It doesn't work. <laughs> so all he's got is this big bag of bag of piss, <laughs> surrounded by tens of thousands of people. He doesn't really know what to do. And he's like, "Fuck, what do I do?" And then, um, and then, and then one of my mates was like, "I've got an idea. I use my lighter, right? Gets this jet flame lighter, right? And he's, I can like create a hole in it, right? So he starts lighting a hole in it, right? And the next minute, this piss." <laughs> sprays at him, right? And then we had to just leave it, literally leave it on the floor while it slowly leaked out. And um, my mate was like, oh, it's great. No one noticed. It was so slow. I was like, mate, I promise you now, people were fucking looking. Like, <laughs> um, So that I do remember that from, from Elton John, which was quite funny. But the best, the best part of Elton John, besides the piss, was um, just at the very end when they played Rocket Man, fireworks oh, went up on the stage. Incredible. It was just insane. As the sunset as well, mate, it was absolutely Unbelievable. incredible. All right, but, bro. So we're going to do a quick, quick fire on this one. Oh, yeah. Go, go for it. All right. <clears throat> okay. So. Glastonbury 2023. Hit me. Best act. Best act. Um, it's a generic answer, but I have to just say Elton John, just for the pure vibes. But second place, which no one's talking about, is Rick Astley, right? Did a cover. And Blossoms, right? Blossoms teamed sick. up to do a cover set of The Smiths. And what? The Smiths is one of my favourite bands no way. of all time. So when, and it was a secret set as well. So we only found out like three hours before. We were like, shit, we need to go to the stage now. Went over there and it was honestly Rick Rick Astley. I, I've always known him as a one-hit wonder, fucking hero. Yeah, he was yeah, absolutely yeah. smashed it. But yeah, that was what I, I saw. I saw he did a cover of um, "As It Was" by Harry Harry Styles. He did loads. He played like four different times. He yeah. did Rick because Rick, Rick Astley had a slot that he like played elsewhere. He like showed up on different people's set. Yeah, but he teamed up with Blossoms oh, and they were great. They were all like really good mates and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Go we're on. gonna start. We're gonna start this game again. And I need quick, quick okay. answers off the top. Of your no, head. no explanation after it's just no. quick. Okay, no. okay. Um, that's gonna be twenty twenty three. Best performance. Okay. Elton John. Worst performance. Central C. Most disappointing performance. Ooh, um, Arctic Monkeys. I can explain why. Okay, we're gonna get we'll get into, we'll it. Get into that in a sec. Um, and finally, I want to know what your best moment at Glastonbury 2023 oh, was. Best moment. 
I think it would have had to have been end of Elton John set when Rocket Man went off and fireworks went up on the stage and someone shot a flare gun into the sky and you've got like 150,000 people singing uh, singing Rocket Man. It just, yeah, that was sensational. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Sounds incredible. Was, man. So quickly, before we move on, i got to hear this. Arctic Monkeys, most disappointing set at Glastonbury 2023. Tell me why. I like, listen, I, it was disappointing because I just think it could have been better. And I think if you're going to be at Glastonbury, you've got to put on a show. And don't get me wrong, he played some of his old songs. But he, it was weird, right? Like he, the only songs he seemed to actually be passionate about and put lots of effort into it were his two songs from the Car album, uh, Mirrorball and, um, oh, I can't remember the other one. Um, and the, the older songs he played from his previous albums, he was playing them like a different tempo. It was really well, almost like it was slower and almost in the way that like the, the crowd couldn't join in and sing because it was like slightly off time. It was really weird. It was like he was almost like a bit of a middle finger to people who are fans of like the older albums, which I, which I'm one of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. It just, and also the other thing, he just said fuck all in between each, each, each song. Like you've got like most artists who perform at Glastonbury, what makes Glastonbury special is that they're so happy to be there mm. and they're like, they're almost like honoured and it, for them, this is, this is a big moment in their lives and that's what makes it like so special, right? He's played, at, he's played 10 years ago at Glastonbury. He's just kind of rocked up. He was there. He would say maybe like one word in between each, each song. But yeah, it was okay. But yeah, I, I won't lie. I was a little bit disappointed. I think that as a musician, it must be difficult to have been active for so long and then have to revisit your old songs because people evolve musically. If I consider my own music taste, for mm, example, it's evolved. It's evolved, right? And probably similarly to you, right? Mm. Now, the songs which made the Arctic Monkeys what they were is something in the past, clearly, as we can see from their new albums. So, whilst I understand what you're saying, it's a kind of a bit of a middle finger to those who like the old albums, I do kind of understand that for him he's evolved as a musician and they're not really representative of his musical talent per se anymore and his almost musical like spirit almost the thing that inspires him so you've got to kind of understand it from that perspective as well that makes sense yeah but i do think like because he, he was mostly playing stuff from old right he only played two songs yeah. from his new album but like, you don't need to play the other songs in a weird way yeah off like off time Fine. Do you know what I mean? I just thought that was unnecessary. It's, it's weird. You can hear it in his voice as well. That like the style of his music has changed. It's changing. I think that's fine. And and I actually like. I actually didn't mind the car. Like I thought there were some really wow. good songs in there. Yeah, fine. But I just Very think good, like, yeah. I just think at least, at least play. If you're going to play your old ones, at least play them how people remember them. Okay, I yeah. do see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying. But like, I, again, I think it must just be tough because ultimately he played the old stuff to appease the audience. Yeah, because they would have been then, pissed off if yeah, he didn't play any. And of then that, new yeah. stuff just isn't isn't as good in in my opinion or so sorry yeah. should rather should say probably less mainstream and less, it's less mainstream do you know what sure. i mean it's way yeah. like slower and more yeah. um i actually think that older him playing his new his new stuff for me actually was like low-key a highlight like when he played mirrorball which i think is one of his best Arctic monkeys best songs in like ages interesting he actually got like the orchestra out and it was like he like it was it was insane and i feel like there was a brief moment where he's actually putting his all into into the set but i just wish that he had that throughout but yeah mm. i get your point okay interesting well listen also, can i give one more shout out sorry of course you can really random right not the biggest surprise for me of glastonbury dj kenny beats do you know kenny beats why do i know he's that? a hip-hop producer he does the cave youtube series okay yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
So yeah. he came, right? And I was like, oh, guys, we should go check out Kenny B's. It's pretty decent, mate. The, it was like at that perfect time of the day. It was around 5 p.m. The sun was at that like golden hour sort of vibe. And he was just playing banger after banger after banger. And you know, when you've heard like a lot of like bands and you've heard a lot of like uns, uns DJ music, it was great to just hear some fucking fantastic hip hop. It was honestly so good. He, yeah. And he, just, he was having fun as well. It was great. And everyone like, by the end, everyone was just like, absolutely loved it. It was great. Um, but yeah, shout out Kenny Beats. Shout out Kenny Beats. Cool. Well, that was Glastonbury 2023's wrap up. Love to hear it. And uh, yeah, man, I am certain I'm going to be there next year. And I'm certain you are too. I will, I will go no matter what. And I will break in. Yeah, no, exactly. And I will do it. We'll just following break. Glastonbury's uh, rude response to me, we will get permission formally to do an episode there as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. That'll You're gonna be do fucking it. sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do it. But yeah, nice one, man. Glastonbury 2023. Amazing. Glastonbury 2024 going to be even better because I'm going to attend. Because yeah, I'll well. be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> facts, 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 facts. Right, cool. So just kind of actually... Funnily enough, two things I wanted to talk about along the lines of music, oh. actually. So firstly, a quick short one. Bro, did you hear Doja Cat's new song, Attention? I did, actually, yeah. What do you think? I liked it. I think she's going for the more, like, hip-hop, slightly more boom-bap. I liked it, yeah. I thought, yeah. like, do you know what? Like, I knew she could rap, mm. but I didn't know she could rap for a whole song and carry a song for that long. Mm. And this song proved that to me. She's, yeah, she's good. I was super impressed. Yeah. Uh, similarly to you, I always knew she could rap, but in other songs, she does a lot more like singing kind of stuff. Mm. Singing kind of rapping combos. Yeah. In a lot of them. But wow, this was a fucking rap. It was, yeah, bro. she rapped. And she rapped. <laughs> she chicken ticker rapped. Bro. <laughs> she chicken ticker rapped. Honestly, that was, a, that was McDonald's rap of the day. That was <laughs> He's still going. <laughs> what about Donna's rap of the day, bro? I was honestly, I was, I, honestly, I was super impressed. I thought it was a, such a good song, such, such, such a good song. Um, but I have to say, and I know that maybe you didn't agree with me on this. Mm. However, I've had vouching from other people. Oh. I got serious, serious Kendrick vibes. Really? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Honestly, listen to the song again. Just imagine it's Kendrick Lamar's voice. I promise you, flow. Really? Very, very similar. There's very, very similar Kendrick flow. And then something else that she did that Kendrick does is you know how like he'll pronounce words in certain ways to put emphasis, but then oh, yeah. also to rhyme to the next. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. did the same thing. She would talk about like, what is it? One of them was like therapist. She said like therapist and like linked it to oh, the next thing. And, then... and the way in which she did that is very like Kendrick-esque yeah. to me. Like Kendrick's the got- wordplay and stuff. Yeah, the wordplay. I was just super- imp- Bro, the wordplay in this song was incredible. But- um, Shout out Doja. So you know she's she's came out on Twitter and basically said like my first two albums were cash grabs. Yeah, um, they were mainstream pop cash grabs. And she was open about this on Twitter and be like, I literally, we just literally just made that to make money and put myself on the map. This next album, I want it to be a hard rap album. And she said that she was inspired by do you know Jid. Yeah, yeah, JID. Yeah, JID. Yeah, so she's inspired by him and basically yeah, wants his next one to just be like similar to. Attention. Wow. So yeah, I'm, so ex- I'm excited. I'm excited. I bet you it's gonna slap. I reckon it's gonna like yeah. seriously propel her, especially once you've like made it. And you don't need to prove yourself anymore. And then as an artist, you just get a chance to fuck it. I'm gonna try something different because I can. And I'm yeah, yeah, money. yeah, bro. Like I don't know if you watched the video for that song, uh, Attention, but like, I didn't actually know. Bro, w- watch it because even the way she's like strutting around and walking, she's just like a fucking boss. I can't really? lie. I can't lie, man. Obviously, I always used to find her so paying. Then she like shaved her head and shaved her eyebrows and stuff, and I was a little bit like, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like an eel. <laughs> but the vibes, really? um, yeah, it was sick. What was one of the bars that was just like, 
<laughs> bald head matches my <laughs> what was it like again yeah yeah I forgot what it was bald head matches my yeah 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 something like that yeah 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 Actually, yeah crazy crazy stuff but um but yeah that was uh, a little bit I just wanted to talk about so guys if you haven't heard that song go check it out Attention by Doja fucking hard song hard hard song um even the intro is kind of cool but yeah it was, it was sick so the next thing I wanted to talk about very briefly which is also to do with music go actually on. Bro, this one's a bit crazy. Paul McCartney has confirmed that the band, which band? The band will release the final Beatles record this year. Album? Uh, a song or, or an album? I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a song. I think it's a song. I think it's a song. Wait. Wow. Okay, so this is where things get a bit controversial. Because he's claiming that he's going to use a little help from AI. Oh, they're going to AI it? Yeah, it's not the Beatles, bro, is it? So, yeah, basically, obviously, AI has now come such a long way. Yeah. And this is where I was a bit confused because I thought, oh, okay, well, if you're just going to AI John Lennon's voice and try and get into like his yeah. head, all of that, not really feeling that. No, it's actually from like a, an extract of his voice from an old demo that was never released. It's going to be released this year. It's going to be their first original material since the release of Free as a Bird and Real Love, which came out in 1995 and 1996, respectively. Um, both of which were basically painstakingly constructed around this like crackling demo that was recorded right. of John Lennon that again was never released. And it was recorded in like the 70s. But yeah, so I'm so sorry. So for context, John Lennon was assassinated in 1980 to 1980 1980 and george harrison died in 2001 so there's only two beatles left it's paul mccartney and ringo Starr, and they're going to basically release a a record so that's mad yeah i i don't know how i feel about it who's live from the beatles is it just john lennon is uh, is it just paul mccartney who's alive and ringo Starr. and ringo Starr. so they're going to team up a bit of a, so it's not really like AI, they're going to generate lyrics and stuff. If it's AI and they're just going to basically use AI to fix an old demo and make it sound more finished, I think that's fine. Do you? And maybe fill in the gaps. Okay. Because uh, I think you're still using like pure creativity from a human, but you're just improving on it. I would say you're not using pure creativity from a human. You're taking vocals, fine, but then you're putting it into something that maybe it wasn't intended for by that individual. What's, I guess it's similar to sampling. Yeah, auto-tune. True. True. I don't know. It's a, it's a bit controversial to say that it's a Beatles record doesn't feel right to me because yeah, because it's not really a. But then maybe that's the future of where the music industry is just going. Like things are going to be using AI, and you're just going to claim it apps. to be. Fucking hell! Can you imagine? There's going to be even more. You know, there was a phase where, like, you know, like XXX Tentacion died, Mac Miller died, Pop Smoke died, just all and uh, Juice World as well. All their posthumous albums. Fucking up, yeah, new wave of those. So I was actually <laughs> just about to ask you that. I want to know what's your opinion on posthumous albums. So let me put things into context, Go right? On. I'm not talking about the unreleased stuff. I'm talking about the stuff that was demoed out and then moved into. Yeah. What's your opinion on that? Michael Jackson had one as well. I'm in two minds. World. Uh, then Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke had a lot. I- I'm in two minds about it because. On one hand, if the family are giving it their blessing, right, and releasing this, you know, let's say it's a Pop Smoke posthumous album, which I think they did two of them, right? If that releasing that is going to help keep their family afloat and keep giving them money, it's kind of like, well, they, you know, Pop Smoke probably would want to do that, right? 
But then on the other hand, it's like, you know, you've got a, you've got a discography of albums that you've made and you've curated, right? You put your heart and soul into it. And then some record label just takes some demos and unreleased stuff that you never, that you didn't want the world to see or hear, right? And then you, they just release them and put like a, a big trap beat over it. Like it mm. that, that's sort of tarnishing your legacy. Do you know what I mean? And then, and then you look back on the discography and people who never knew uh, Juice World or, or Pop Smoke, right? And they look back and they, they're not going to know it's posthumous, are they? Yeah. They're going to think, oh, that's part of the discography. Oh, he really fell off towards the end. It's like, that's not fair. Um, so yeah, I think they're a little bit eth ethically dubious. I think, look, it's, yeah, I completely agree yeah. with you. Ethically dubious, for sure. That was a very nice summary, actually, Rory. But um, yeah, the reason why I'm a little bit unsure of them is because I do feel like, so I'm in two minds. Excuse me. On the one hand, obviously, the artist who's creating the music, I think that, yes, while they're doing the raw talent stuff, they also have an impact on the, cre like, the creativity of the final track that's released. And they would have a say on how it's produced. And it's almost like, what if they didn't like it? Like, music that, yeah, was made using, using aspects of them, but wasn't completed by them, or didn't have their say in the completion. It almost feels like you're exploiting the artist mm. that's then passed away to maybe do something that's commercially viable. And I think Completely in a way agree. that's Completely somewhat agree. disrespectful to the artist because it doesn't take into account the creative journey that they would have liked to have gone on. I completely agree. There's one there's one instance though, I do think it's okay. And it's um Mac Miller's Circles. So he had died before the release that, but he had recorded all the vocals and they were just finishing it. And I think that's fine. Uh, I think also Pop Smoke as well. I think like I think the album the oh, what, what was it? What was the um album he called? What's the post post um, on this one? I don't remember. Yeah, shoot for the stars, aim for the moon. Mm. Like he had basically finished that, right? Mm. And they might have like tweaked it a little bit, but like that's fine. But then he came out with Faith, which was just like demo, and you could tell it's demos. You can tell that it's like they're reference tracks, right? They're not supposed to be full things, and they made them into full songs. And yeah, I think it's com yeah massively disrespectful, and they need to stop doing it. Yeah, stop doing it because Pop Smoke's posthumous album brought me and a lot of people a lot of joy. No, no, because he's done two posthumous. One oh, of them okay. was one where he was still he was actually working on that album before before yeah, he died. Yeah, yeah. Before he died, the other one is like he had that album was never a thing in his head. The, the record label were like rubbing their hands and they like, how can we milk this? Because mm -hmm. uh, Popsweet kind of did get really big after he died. Like it was sad. He was big. He was big, but he got like. Do you think Pop Smoke would have been as big if he didn't? Die? Yes. I could, yeah, I've been asked this question for hundred percent. He was special. Like in in an age where. Like hip hop at the time is just a lot of like a lot of rappers doing the same sort of thing. They're kind of like trap, auto tune, mumble rapper, which is fine. But like a lot of people were sort of doing the same kind of style, right? Then he comes in, he's hopping on like UK drill beats. He's got this voice, like he, this this like Fifty Cent esque voice, his growl, and it's like it just he just stood out for out of no, like it, it stood out from the crowd. It was great. Yeah, yeah. I think, and then, and then like because before I think I mean just as the time when I was thinking. Do you know what? I really like Pop Smoke, but like he's overdoing the drill thing. Like he needs to like, can he do it? Can he do any other kind of songs? Then he dies. Then this album comes out, which he's working on, and it's like all different kinds of like sounds and stuff. He does like R and B. Yeah. He does yeah, like yeah. normal like boom bappy rap. He does like the Fifty Cent style stuff. Then he does, does old drill as well. 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I was actually quite sad when he died. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. Wait, do you, do you remember that song that he did with Lil TJ? Um, um, War. No, the one which is like, Shawty, a little baddie. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. My little fool. Yeah, yeah. What, how does that song go again? Um, honey kiss and towel. Every time. No, no, they don't cover. Yeah, 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 that yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. What was it called again? What was it called? Mood swings. Mood, mood swings, swings. That's it. Yeah. Nah, at the beginning when he's just like, <laughs> didn't even know I could sing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, not really like singing. He, really. Like he just rocked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I saw the funniest pop smoke interview the other day. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, pop. Like, imagine your voice has been raised, and he just started cracking up. He's just like, yeah, yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, that's <sighs> fucking jokes. But he was, he was charismatic as fuck as well. He was. If you watch his interviews, interviews, he, he, he was yeah, full of charisma. personality. Especially well. like a lot of rappers, mate. You see, <laughs> listening to a lot of rappers in interviews, it's fucking painful. No, they're you're just, right. They're just like, yeah, yeah man. I don't know. And they just, you're just like, fucking hell. Like, Postrock was charismatic. He was charming. He was like, no, for he sure. would have been, he, like, regardless of whether he died, he would have been huge. No, uh, fair enough. And I think, you know what, something you just said about him being charismatic. If you think about the long, long, longevity, 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 <laughs> longevity, longevity, longevity. If you think about the longevity of rappers and like how successful they were, yeah. it's kind of actually an interesting one. They've either died before when they were on their way up, but the ones who are still alive had personality for days. Yeah. Snoop, 50 yeah. Cent, who else is like a, just trying to think off the cuff. Um, okay, so to prove my point, Biggie and Tupac, regarded as you know, two of the absolute best rappers yeah. ever, best in hip hop, they both died super young, right? Would they be? You know, who's to say that Tupac in ten years' time might have gone really commercial and mainstream well, and really yeah, shit, sure. and everyone would have hated him? So I'm not. I'm not saying. Think about how many rappers you think. Oh yeah, you think of like Eminem. Oh Eminem's a bit of shit now, isn't he? If he'd have died after his second album one of the greats do you know what i'm saying yeah like I'm, it's, I, it's like did yeah. did are they the best rapper or did they just did their career end just as they'd released their best stuff well, this is exactly mm. what i'm saying who who knows because yeah. as we've seen with the arctic monkeys their best stuff is behind them fell off yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah a lot of artists kind of do this arc where mm. they they get better 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 and then they come down because Drake is another example of that. Yes. Drake's yeah. another example. His best stuff's behind him. Because creative journeys take you there, right? So you can't just attribute someone's... You can obviously attribute someone's musical talent to what, what they've released. But for those who have passed away, they're only really regarded as the greats because of the music they released. Who's to say? And in fact, likelihood is, is that if they'd released kind of more music, they would have fallen off. Yeah. They would have fallen off. And then like... Snoop, for example, he didn't hasn't released music in years, which is why he's still regarded as one of the greats because he stopped at the top. Do you know what? Yeah. He released a fucking nursery rhyme yeah, album. He actually has released some stuff. Has he? Yeah, but what? they've just been like really like he released like a Christian but Christian album. Oh yeah, yeah. He did like, do like a hard rap album, but like I think they just no one listens to them. Like he's not. Yeah, but like, do you see what I mean? But yeah. At yeah. that point, he'd already superseded being a rapper into just kind of a yeah, personality. Yeah, yeah. He can do what he wants. Mm. He can do what he wants. But that's the whole game for longe like long longevity. longevity yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. I don't know. It's a bit like everyone's raving about Central C at the moment. He's all, he's terrible. Like, yeah, he looks shit. Just to go back to Glastonbury, it, like but he brought out Dave. He, that that was sick when he brought out Dave. Like that was really like it was a sprint, sprinter, wasn't it? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that was really good. But, like that was the highlight when the highlight of your set is like bringing out someone else. 
um, he was just, he just, he did bring out his kid, which was quite cute. <laughs> okay. That who, was weird though. Like, whose kid is it? It's his kid. It's not his kid. What? I don't think he's got kids. I think it is. Of course it's his kid. He's not bringing out someone else's kid. I don't know. Because I don't. I've let, I let it up. I let it up. Is it his kid? Is it his kid? Because I couldn't. I couldn't work it out. No, it def- definitely is. Oh shit. Maybe it was just a random baby. That's what I'm saying. Did he just nick someone's baby and bring them out? I don't. I don't know. Bro, everyone online's been like, who is this child? I was literally like, who? I think it's his kid. Four days ago, some, some website, so Central C has no kids as of now. What? On another website, Central C does not have any kids. Shit, I'm not. Maybe it was like his nephew or something. I, look, I don't know, but I just thought that is odd. And even if it is his kid, that's so odd. Yeah, he, he was just like so low energy and so like, he, all his songs are the fucking same as well. Thanks. Same flow, same beat, just like, it was just, it was felt like, bear in mind, you've seen all these acts who are like so honoured to be there and so like so much like energy into their performances and then like, you're just like, you just, like it was fun, it was fine and like, you know, he played Doja and I was like, that's fun but like, it was pretty, that was, that was definitely one of the worst acts for me. I just think like, yeah, I, I don't know, I've, I've personally not seen the hype, like I do think probably some of his mainstream songs are really good, obviously. Yeah. But like, I just think he's a bit of a marketing genius, really, I and think, that, yeah. that's about it. I don't actually think like got that much. Talent. I don't think he's gonna last. And, and and to be honest, man, like I was just, I was on my Spotify Discover the other day, and like obviously I listen to a lot of like UK like hip hop, yeah. UK rap, um, and so it was just showing me songs, and I remember I was saying that and I'm like, this is shit. Like it all sounds the fucking same. Is this, U- is this Central Series? Is all UK, UK UK rap at the moment? UK rap sucks. It at the sucks. Moment. Yeah, I'm so glad you've said that. It I'm, sucks. I find it so boring. Oh my god! And people who like it, I'm sorry to say, like your music taste isn't good because it all sounds the same. It's, yeah, it's literally. I, I was actually listening to. It, I'm like, this is boring. Do you remember the? Do you remember the? Like, I'm not sure if the phase is still going on, but like, drill beat. Take an old song that's maybe 10 or 20 years old, right? Sample it, but not a clever sample. It's just basically playing that version over a drill beat and then they rap over it. Oh, man. And that was happening again and again and again. And I was just like, Central C's got two of those songs. Yeah. And I was just like, this is just yeah, yeah. lazy. He's got obsessed with you and went also. Oh, fuck knows. But like, just lay, just, it's just so boring. Yeah, I completely agree. I think UK hip hop is shit. I miss grime. Bring back grind. That was fun. Like this new wave is right. I think. Sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. Yeah. There's actually nothing happening of substance in the song. And yeah, I get it. A lot of rappers to do with like lyricism as well. A lot of music has to do with lyricism. But even the lyrics are the same. There's nothing interesting. This is why you've got artists who are like nines who are incredible. But that, why? Because he's an incredible storyteller. Yeah. And he's talking about stuff going on in his life that is. You know, he's really painting a picture, spe- telling a, like, a story, mm. right? Which is a skill in itself because not a lot of songs actually do that when yeah. you think about it. But like, all other, like this UK rap song, it just sucks. Honestly, it just sucks. Um, look, Central C, I do think he's talented. Yeah, I think he's a marketing genius. I think he's got some really good songs. Like, for example, when he did that, like... The US versus the, UK oh, that, one. Yeah, he played, yeah. played that. That's it. Yeah, that, that was cool. That was yeah. hard as shit. Yeah, that was yeah. really, really good. But... I mean, come on, people. If you're still listening to UK rap, cool. Just you have to acknowledge the fact that it all sounds the same. It actually does. Yeah. Very, mainstream very... UK rap. Yeah, mainstream yeah, UK rap. There's probably, probably also lots of good, good artists out there, but I just find that oh, the stuff, sure. you, stuff you hear on the radio, I just, yeah. No, no, absolutely. You to sleep. And there are some people who are going to make more interesting songs because yeah. they do more interesting beats. Strands. I think he was at Glastonbury as well. I don't oh, know if I you missed, went to see him. him. Mate, he's a sick rapper. 
He's a sick rapper. Who else? Uh, there's someone called Sam Wise. I've not heard Sam Wise. Sam Wise, no. bro. Sam Wise. Okay, I'm. Send me some tunes. Listen, this is a shout out to Sam Wise. I think everyone should go listen to him. I'm gonna put up the two songs that I really like by him. Released one ages ago called Lizzie, which is quite a fun song. Uh, and then he's also got another song, which I heard recently, and I was like, this is incredible. It came up on my Discover. Um, it is called. Sorry, 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 sorry. I've got it up now. It is called How It Feels. So Samwise, UK rapper, I'll check it out. You've got Lizzie, quite fun, and you've got How It Feels. Both incredible beats, both great, great lyrics as well. Love that. That is something I like to see, something different. None of this just like standard fucking drill. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Let's shake it up a little bit. Um, But yeah, Rory, I can't lie. Today, you know, the episode has been so... um, Music centric, and I've yeah, I've, I quite like that. I've We've really had a, loved a, theme, it. a theme this week. I like I really, that. really, really like that. I really, really like that. Music, it's been very, very topical. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. No, no, exactly. I mean, you know, I think you know. For those of you listening at home, we fucking love music. So I can love literally it. talk about this all day, all day, all day, all day, and I've loved it. But uh, yeah, which is exactly why I know we had another thing on the docket today. I don't want to talk about it because I just feel like no, let's cap it let, there. Let's ca- Keep it consistent, yeah. Sarah. But you know what? On the theme of music and a fun way to end the show, I told you I had a question for you last time. Go on. Um, like after we finish recording, and I'm going to ask you it. And it is on the theme of music. Okay, see. okay. It's a bit of a fun question. So, hit me. Basically, have you seen Big Mouth? I know of it on Netflix. You know but I, don't, I'm not, I don't know the characters or anything. Okay, like that. so in Big Mouth, we've got the main character, one of the main characters, Nick, played by Nick Kroll, voiced by Nick Kroll. And Nick has a ghost living in his attic. And the ghost in his attic is Duke Ellington. Now, Duke Ellington is a really, really famous composer. Uh, I forgot which year, but yeah, really, really famous composer. Made really, really beautiful music. Uh, a song to go check out by him, and I really recommend it. It's a song called A Single Petal from a Rose. Beautiful song. But yeah, basically, he goes up to the ghost in his attic, and he just asks for advice about like life and goals and all of that. So my question to you, Rory, is if you had to have a ghost living in your attic, who would you choose oh. and why? And I don't want to hear any like, oh, my, my great granddad is nah, a great nah, bloke. So Sorry, right. it needs to be a celebrity. They've got to be dead. Fuck, that's really hard. Um... What's your one? Do you have one? That's so, really hard. Because part of me is like, okay, I'll go for someone like really inspiring who's had like a proper good life journey can maybe give some good lessons. I don't want oh, that. No. Nelson Mandela or something. No, no, but then no. that's not fun, is it? Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's I want not someone fun. fun, right? Who's going to make you laugh and like... Look, because I'm sorry to say, you know, sorry I didn't go to jail for 30 years or however <laughs> long it was. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like life is going to be a bit of a downer and I'm not going to be able to complain about shit yeah, that's going on that's in my so life true, because you're going to put things into context and sometimes I don't want to put things into context mm. I just want to rant about it do you know what I mean so it's got to be someone a bit more relatable for me Okay. and it's got to be someone who would make me laugh so but someone who's made it far maybe someone like Sean Locke who's Sean Locke he's just some comedian okay oh uh, yeah sure cat. I know Sean Locke yeah, someone yeah. like that yeah um, Robin Williams oh that'd be a good one Yeah, but he had depression 
But you can still give good life advice, though, I think. Yeah, not that there's, a, that there's anything yeah, wrong with I, it. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, hopefully he wouldn't be too sad. Like, but I guess, like, yeah. Robin Williams. Maybe he'd be, like, quite a bit of a laugh. I've seen some videos of him, like, you know, giving inspirational, you know, speeches and stuff. So I feel like, and he's had a life, you know? He's got, like, a whole life to reflect on. So, yeah, fuck it, I'm going Robin Williams. Hey, Pop Smoke. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pop Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need some advice. Muckle Mary, Muckle Mary. Billie <laughs> <laughs> no, Jean, Billie Jean. Maybe someone like, um, maybe genuinely someone like Mac Miller. I've, I did think Mac Miller, actually. I think, would he is he that funny, though? Yeah, man. Is he? I saw an interview of him and he was just like, oh, like, because he's short, he's like, I didn't want to be tall. Like, and he just like makes jokes about the shit he can't do and he's like, yeah, I love it. Like, yeah, maybe Mac Miller actually, he'd Sorry be quite good. Because yeah. I think also because he's younger, he's younger as well. Like, he probably, what, died late 20s? Probably a bit more relatable. Mm. So yeah, maybe Mac, yeah, Mac Miller's a good shout. Mm. So that was actually a hard question. It's a good fair. question. I like that Thank question. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. 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 Cool. Guys, listen, this has been really, really, really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, good at- that, was a, that was a great one. Um, but yeah, I mean, we you know what to do. Yeah, guys, uh, if you like this episode, please leave us a review on Spotify. It really, really helps. Um, alternatively, you can follow us on Spotify, on um, Apple Podcast. You can uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, if you like this, please, you know, feel free to reach out to us, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, and also you can find us um, on Instagram and TikTok at uh, larger than life underscore LTL. L-T-L. Lama Tango Lama um, for all that short form content. But uh, guys, we'll see you on the next one. It's been a great one, guys. Cheers. Peace.